I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, October 31st. A reported armed robbery in Quincy Saturday night is under investigation. A man says he was robbed of his cell phone just after 7 o'clock Saturday evening in front of 75 Arthur Street in West Quincy. The victim says a man approached him with his hand inside his coat pocket, stuck his hand into the victim's stomach, and demanded his cell phone. The victim believes the suspect may have been armed with a knife, but no weapon was shown. The victim handed over his phone, and the suspect fled up Buckley Street. There was no description of the suspect, but the victim was not injured. Early voting continues today in Quincy. Registered voters may cast ballots at City Hall today through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. in the city clerk's office. Today is also the last day to request a mail-in ballot for the November 7th election. Mail-in ballots may be requested from the city clerk's office. Mail-in ballots must be returned to City Hall by November 7th at 8 p.m. There is a ballot drop box located outside City Hall. Next Monday at noon is the last day and hour to request an absentee ballot. And in-person voting will take place next Tuesday 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Police have launched an investigation after a person riding an electric bicycle was killed in a crash with a pickup truck in Hingham. Yesterday morning, officers responding to reports of a crash involving an e-bike and truck in the area of Rockland Street and Ringbolt Road just after 6 a.m., found two riders in the roadway suffering from serious injuries. Both e-bike riders were taken to South Shore Hospital, where one died from their injuries. The names of the victims have not been released. A preliminary investigation indicated that the e-bike and the truck were both traveling west on Rockland when the crash occurred. Police noted that it was still dark and raining at the time. Part of Rockland Street remained closed until about 11 o'clock yesterday morning as crews worked the scene. State police detectives assigned to the Plymouth County DA's office are helping Hingham police investigate the crash. Anybody with information is urged to contact Hingham police. Well, this past weekend, the Quincy North Quincy Marching Band and Color Guard received a silver medal at the Massachusetts Instrumental Choral and Conductors State Marching Band Finals held at Veterans Memorial Stadium in Quincy. The group received its highest score in the group's history and also received a five-star rating in music effect and music performance with an overall rating of four stars. Sunday, the group will be participating in the New England Scholastic Band Association Championships in Lawrence. The Quincy College baseball team concluded the fall portion of its 2023 season with a 5-3 record by sweeping an Adams Field doubleheader over Roxbury Community College by scores of 3-2 and 18-3. In the two seasons since the return of baseball to Quincy College, the Granite under head coach Jim Dolan have a combined 15-29 and record. Teams now a member of the United States College Athletic Association's Small Yankee Conference, joining Central Maine University, Southern Maine University, New Hampshire Technical Institute, Great Bay Community College, and Bay Path University. 
As a result of the move, baseball student-athletes at Quincy College now have four years of athletic eligibility, which the school says adds to the appeal of the program. Well, after 16 days of track work, the MBTA says a partial shutdown of the red line is over and earlier speed restrictions have been lifted. Shuttle buses were replacing rail service on the Ashmont branch between JFK UMass and Ashmont and on the Mattapan line between Ashmont and Mattapan since October 14th. The T said yesterday it had successfully completed critical track work and resumed full service. Crews replaced nearly 5,000 feet of rail and over 1,100 ties on the Ashmont branch and nearly 4,700 feet of rail and 1,300 ties on the Mattapan line. The agency says slow zones, which have frustrated riders this year with sluggish commutes on many stretches of railway, will no longer be in place in the area affected by the partial shutdown. Eligible migrant families seeking emergency shelter in Massachusetts will be put on a wait list as the state's emergency shelter system is quickly reaching capacity, according to Emergency Assistance Director Lieutenant General Scott Rice. As of yesterday, there are 7,319 families in emergency shelter in Massachusetts. The state doesn't have enough shelter space, service providers, or funding to expand beyond 7,500 families, according to the governor. Eligible families will continue to be placed into shelter until the system reaches 7,500 families, at which time a wait list will be established. State officials said yesterday that eligible families will continue to be placed into the shelter system until the 7,500 number is reached. Earlier yesterday, the governor announced that work authorization clinics will be held next month for migrants living in Massachusetts. State officials say they're coordinating with the U.S. Department of Homeland Security to host a work authorization clinic for migrants during the week of November 13th. The state will be providing transportation from shelter sites to the clinic, which will be held in Middlesex County. On Friday, lawyers for civil rights in Boston filed a class action suit to preserve and protect Massachusetts' right to shelter law, seeking immediate relief before planned changes go into effect. An emergency hearing on the matter is planned for later today in Suffolk County Superior Courts. Massachusetts lawmakers were cool last session to Governor Baker's idea to allow red light cameras in any interested city or town. But supporters are hopeful that a more narrow version that would limit the idea to a handful of communities will get a more favorable reception. A bill filed by State Representative Stephen Owens would launch a pilot program allowing up to 10 municipalities to install a limited number of cameras to monitor for certain traffic violations, such as failing to stop at a red light or blocking an intersection. Cities and towns would need to present crash data at proposed locations and consider the social and racial equity impacts of the cameras before launching the system. The bill would also require pictures of the back of a car, not the front, which Owens said would prevent drivers from being racially profiled. Owens, a Watertown Democrat, told his colleagues, time has really come for Massachusetts to join the 26 other states that allow some sort of automated traffic enforcement. 
Baker included a local option red light camera system with no cap on the number of participating communities in a road safety bill that he filed in April of 2021. The bill itself died without a vote in the Transportation Committee, although some pieces, such as a minimum passing distance between motorists and cyclists or pedestrians, did make it into a law that Baker signed just before leaving office. Gas prices in Massachusetts have dropped five cents in the past week and 19 cents in the past month, according to AAA. The average price is now 3.56 a gallon. That is seven cents higher than the national average of 3.49. AAA expects prices to continue to gradually drop, despite growing concern of a larger war in the Middle East that could affect oil prices. AAA's Mark Shieldrop says oil markets are sensitive to global events. And that's propping up prices despite waning gasoline demand and plentiful domestic supplies. He says once domestic refiners complete their switch over to the winter blend by mid-November, motors could see lower prices at the pump in the weeks ahead. Georgia currently has the lowest average price at $2.96 a gallon, California with the highest at $5.29. A check of business news this morning, and stocks bounced back. The Dow was up 511 points. The Nasdaq jumped 146. The S&P added 49. Asian stocks were mixed as investors looked ahead to a week that could see more swings in financial markets, including key reports on U.S. consumer confidence and the job market. The dollar rose. The euro is down. Oil at $82 a barrel. Sports, the Bruins beat the Panthers 3-2 in overtime. They will host Toronto Thursday night at 7.30. Celtics beat the Wizards in Washington 126-107. They'll take on Indiana at the Garden tomorrow night. The National Weather Service forecast for today, partly cloudy, brisk, and breezy with a high 49. Tonight, cloudy and Cold, low of 38 degrees. Scattered showers possible tomorrow with highs in the mid-40s. Sunshine returns Thursday with a high of 50. Mostly sunny, 57 on Friday. With a boater today, waves a couple of feet. Wind northwest at 10 to 15, gusting to 20 knots, becoming northeast 5 to 10 knots later today. High tide at 141 this afternoon. Sunrise, 715, sets at 538. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, October 31st.